with your Friday Rush. Here's Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. We've got a great challenge now, finishing out the regular season, going out to, to Texas Tech. A uh, much improved Texas Tech team, playing with a lot of confidence right now. And as we know, uh, Tech plays really well at home. And they've played well on the road, but they play really well uh, at home. So not an easy place to go out and play. They'll, they'll have the place packed out uh, for the Sooners. Uh, they'll do a tremendous job in the environment and the atmosphere. So you know, my challenge to the team is, you know, hopefully they're not satisfied uh, with, with uh, winning a sixth game. And we got a lot of football still in front of us, opportunity to uh, really um, continue to create some momentum for us going into uh, postseason play. And again, a great challenge. We're going to need to play well uh, this week. Here's Brent Venables at his press conference on Tuesday. Sooners trying to move to 7-5. and five. They're going to have to do it in front of the worst fans in all of the Big 12 tomorrow night in Lubbock. I've experienced some bad fan bases <laughs> in my life. None are worse in the conference than Texas Tech fans. Mostly they're students. I think like the... The grown-up Texas Tech fans with real jobs are fine. It's the Tech students that are so awful. Worst fans ranked for me that I've experienced. One, LSU. Two, Texas Tech. Three, Colorado. I don't know what your top three looks like, but that's mine. Yeah, Colorado sneaking in there was interesting to me. But, yeah, I would say um, I would say LSU is up there. Um, Tech for sure. I'll tell you what. TCU fans uh, this year, when we were down there, uh, uh, and, and I think part of it is how they have it set up there, uh, it, it, down there in Fort Worth where the student section goes all the way behind, like reaches the whole bench of the uh, opposing team. But they were throwing stuff. They were, I mean, it was it was Ish. real bad. They were getting into it with our players. It was, it was, it was bad. So um, I, I would I would sneak them up to third, even though I'm I'm fully willing to admit it's probably recency bias. Yeah, tech tech fan. I mean, their 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 students are just all like the worst things I've ever heard at a football game have happened on the field in Lubbock, Texas. Um, some really bad things are are said there, pregame, during the game, and even postgame. But that's the atmosphere that you're going to try to win in tomorrow. Um, and I I just I I don't know. I don't think that that place is going to be sold out. Uh, I I need to go look and like how much tickets are going for right now. But a Saturday after Thanksgiving, when the majority of their crowd kind of is students anyway, I wouldn't expect to see the best atmosphere that Tech has to offer. Especially that both teams are coming in 6-5 um, and five at this point. There's just not the, um, not the drama coming into this game that there's been in the past with the former OU quarterback coming in. I, I, I think it's going to be somewhat of a – it's not going to be a lame atmosphere. It's just not going to be – Maybe the venom that we've seen in the past in Lubbock, and I don't know if that works well, in OU's favor or not. But I just, well, I don't, I don't, I think it'll be nuts there. Don't they have a nine or ten game losing streak to OU as well? Uh, ten game. Last time they won was in Norman in 2011. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and to your point, a lot of that uh, venom was due to Baker Mayfield, of course. Uh, since he's been gone, it hasn't really. I mean. There hasn't been really much to get worked up for between the, these two teams. And, and and it's a team that, again, doesn't have anything to play for. 
And to your point, holiday weekend, I don't think it's going to be crazy. Everybody says, oh, weird things happen, you know, late night in Lubbock. Well, you know, Not really. it hasn't for hadn't for about a decade now. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I think we I think I think a lot of people say that about like weird things happen at night in West Virginia. Weird things happen at night in Lubbock. And I I get it. But it really hasn't lately. So um, weird things happen um when we play Kansas State for the most part now. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Um, th- this just feels like a weird game, doesn't it? It, it feels like a mm-hmm. – I-, I don't know. It, I guess maybe because you're used to playing Bedlam, the last game of the regular season, and then uh, everyone else is playing a rivalry game this week. Legitimately, everyone in the SEC, whether it's a, a rivalry that's been played for 100 years or a rivalry that's been forced now for a decade – Everyone in the SEC is playing a rivalry game. Um, pretty much most teams in college football are playing a rivalry game. Seemingly everyone is outside of Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. OSU's got a weird home game against West Virginia. OU's got a weird road trip to Lubbock. It's just, I, I don't know, like the difference between 7-5 and five and 6-6, six and six, we can talk about that all day today, but this is just a really weird spot and a weird game to talk about because you're not playing a rivalry game and everyone else is. Just, just, it's just strange. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's – I think it fits so much better with having Bedlam and, um, you know, Thanksgiving weekend because, you know, a lot of people have houses divided and things like that. So it was natural. You were, you were you know, you were enjoying your meals knowing that, you know, you guys were going to be at odds at some point of the day or at some point of the weekend. But, yeah, it's a bit anticlimactic. Um, when you see everybody else, like you said, even the big ones, Ohio State and Michigan, probably being the biggest uh, out there right now. Looking forward to seeing that game. I think tomorrow at noon, uh, obviously the USC-Notre Dame game, which I think the entire country um, is going to be pulling for Notre Dame in that one, Accurate. which is probably one, of, probably one of the first times that's happened, Tyler, because Notre Dame is not – I know they've got a massive fan base, obviously uh, – um, but I don't think even Notre Dame is, is going to see this amount of support that they're going to see tomorrow. This is the most national support Notre Dame. Well, probably since that Miami game when everyone hated Miami back in the day. The Catholic yeah. versus convicts game. This is the first time that universally as a country I think everyone's pulling for Notre Dame. Yeah, that's, prob- that's probably true. Yeah, but it feels like everybody's pulling for him in this one. Yeah, well, I, I, I definitely am. I know that one for sure, man. But, uh, yeah, OU Tech, um, this is a big game for the OU offense like we talked about in the first hour. It's a big game for Jeff Lebby, and I don't think like a, a bad performance by him tomorrow is going to get him fired at the end of the season or anything like that. But I think that we can all admit that everyone's going to be watching very, very closely how he kind of manages the game tomorrow from the offensive side. Um, if they're in a situation to run the clock, does he do that? You know, just kind of, you know, what they were poor at last week. A lot of people will really be paid attention to that tomorrow, and and rightfully so. Yeah, if we get a, if we get a big lead, we will. The number one conversation will be about the play clock. If we get a big lead, if they're snapping the ball with twenty twenty five or twenty seconds left on the play clock, you're going to start to start to hear some murmurs and uh, some displeasure uh, going on, but. Hey, he's got to he's got to continue to learn and grow as well. Now that he said that he was being too conservative, it's cool to say it. Now let me see you actually, you know, put it in the game plan. And and when things get off script, or when you get out of rhythm, or when you don't need to 
hurry up? Can you slow down and kind of change the way you call plays? We'll see. I mean, it's it's really been a big season for him overall. And all I know, Tyler, is that every time we talk to uh, one Jackson Arnold, he is stoked to get up and play for Levy. So that's that's a pretty that's a pretty uh, pretty good endorsement if you need one. Jay in Tulsa says, guys, it's a weird game, but a big game. It secures a winning season, no matter how the bowl game goes. Great show, by the way. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you very much for that, Jay. Yeah, you got to win one of your next two games, whether it's this one or the bowl game to secure a winning season, which is crazy to say. So there's actually, you know, some there, there's a lot of things to play for when all you can do record-wise is change it from a seven-win season to a six-win season. But sure, you, you, you want to secure a, a winning record. You don't want to have the first losing record since 1998. Um, just you want to continue to progress defensively. I think that that's big. And you want to go into the offseason with a good taste in your mouth about the offense. Because a lot of people will be talking about Jeff Levy and Dylan Gabriel. It would really help things out if the passing game looks a lot better this week. So hopefully Dylan Gabriel can come out and have one of his better games of the year. But for that to be the case, they're going to have to run the ball a whole lot better than they did a week ago. Yeah, and Tyler, I think, uh, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, I think no matter how well... Dylan Gabriel plays uh, this weekend. I I still think you'll have the the biggest conversation we'll have all off season on on the airwaves is can Jackson Arnold be QB one? Sure. Is Nick Evers uh, you know showing growth and can he challenge uh, for a position? Um, you know is is Dylan the guy? I mean it's going to be the conversation that we have nearly every day in the off season, Tyler. Well, it, it's and, the conversation we had this... in the post game show after a bedlam win last week. Was exactly. It not? Exactly. So I think with that, I don't think I, – I think DG could go out there and go, you know, 36 for 36, you know, with, you know, 400 yards and five touchdowns, and it would still be, well, <laughs> Tyler, it's just Texas Tech. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Yeah. But and, – and, and you'll get in. And, and maybe it's – Maybe it's fair, you know. I am a full believer in open competition at all times. I think um, I think that Jackson Arnold and Nick Evers and anybody else that's in the room should be given a fair shot at the QB one job next year. But Tyler, you know why? Um, you know why getting uh, avoiding that that five and seven was so big uh, for me, really. And that's really the the icing on the cake. Now, any wins after this is because uh, my sister um, got married on. May seventh. Uh oh. That is Texas five. Da- that is five seven. I call it Steve Sarkeesian Day. So the easy way for me to remember her anniversary is Steve Sarkeesian <laughs> nice. Day. Five and seven. Nice. So I couldn't have that be. Uh, I couldn't have that be Brent Venables Day. So luckily we avoided that fate. Yeah, I need to change my, my anniversary is July thirty first. I need to change it to uh, April uh, April eighth. Uh, te- Texas A and M Day. <laughs> So I can uh, remember it every single year. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you could celebrate it both days. Yeah. I don't think uh, oh, your wife would hate that. You know me, buddy. I will be celebrating <laughs> Jimbo Fisher Day on April 8th. I assure you of that. After they get beat by LSU this weekend, that's happening. Oh man, I can't wait. Hey, we talked about um, a win tomorrow can clinch a winning record for for OU. OU is the only Power Five school without a losing season since 1999. So that that doesn't necessarily win you any recruiting battles, but it's it's something nice to have in your back pocket too. You know, well, yeah, we, ha- we haven't had a uh, losing season this millennium. 
Well, well and also, going. it's just those those little things. It's right. It's for every graphic that like Miles makes or something like that that says winning his program since this point or anything like you know. It's it's uh, you you want to hold those streaks. And Tyler, I'm just sick of the since 1998, worst since 1996. Yeah, hasn't done this since 1990. You know what I mean? Like I'm done with all that. Let's just stop those. <laughs> By the way, speaking of the post-game show last week, it was, what, 85% negative phone calls after a 15-point Bedlam win? Is there a situation that exists, Travis? OU's actually, they, they were a 7.5-point favorite last week. They're only a 2-point favorite this week. Is there a scenario where you and I are on the post-game show tomorrow night after a win and everyone's still pissed off about it? Does that scenario exist? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Hey, Tyler... <laughs> a a 15-point win in a game where the text line told us in the pregame show, man, one point, just win by a field goal. That's all I care about. We have to live with these people. I mean, we even we said that. There were people during the week that said, man, I just do not see a path to victory for the Sooners this week. Yeah. And people, I, I had my buddy Randy tell me that OSU was just going to blow us out. So with that, we beat them by two scores. Still didn't matter. So, Tyler, I do not think we can win this game, you know, by any margin without at least getting a little bit of negativity. But, hey, that's okay. That's what we're here for. We want you to be able to be comfortable with coming on with us, you know, really getting stuff off your chest and talking through it. That's what we're here for. So, either way, whether you got, you know, whether you're happy about the win, you know, mad about the win, or if you want to talk about a loss, uh, hit us up. Jason Orange County says, day drinking while having leftover turkey sandwiches on sourdough. It just hits different. Prediction OU 27, tortilla hurlers 20. Gosh. <laughs> well, they, day they, drinking they, they, with leftover turkey. That sounds amazing, Chase. God. I, I know. My uh, my my brother-in-law made uh, made a big old turkey sandwich, uh, whipped in the horseradish uh, with the mustard, actually. Uh, huh. That was a good move. So I uh, had that going a little bit earlier. So, yeah, I mean, Tyler, this feels like a pregame show, doesn't it? We're talking about yeah. score updates. <laughs> like we're t- this does not feel like this does not feel like your typical Friday rush. I mean, people are at home hanging out, having leftovers, day drinking. Well, they're always know, drinking, whether it's a Wednesday, <laughs> a Friday, or a Saturday <laughs> hey, before. But yes, hey, the football you know, part does make it seem like a pregame. I'm show. sure. I'm sure the KREF Army is hard at work while they're listening to us. So. Uh, but regardless, uh, this is uh, yeah, this is a unique show, Tyler. Yeah, Arizona State's up on Arizona, 2017. Seven minutes left in the third. North Carolina State's up on North Carolina, 17th ranked North Carolina, 17 to 10 at the half. Arkansas's up on Mizzou, 21-20 at the half. Nebraska is up 17 nothing on Iowa in Iowa City. 17 nothing Huskers. Four Can minutes Iowa left score in the enough? quarter. Can I Iowa score enough to? To, to, you know, mount a comeback. I'm not sure that uh, this reminds me. I was watching a, watching a football game with old Jeff Storm way back in the day, and uh, we were listening to the announcers, and the, the, I remember the announcer saying, well, this offense it really isn't built to uh, come from behind. And the reply was, well, they're not really built to come from ahead either. Yeah, and I right. think that's kind of the Iowa offense that we're talking about today. Can, can Iowa overcome a 17-point deficit if it was any other team in the country, Travis? Any other team in the country, I'd say no. But this is Nebraska. We know how they give games away. They gave one away to Iowa last year. So never say never when it comes to a Nebraska lead. That's what I've learned. Never <laughs> yeah. say never. 
Yeah, you ain't wrong about that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Bigsby did beat Jinx 28-14. So, uh, Bigsby will be rolling on to the state championship game. What's yep, and being a Union grad, uh, I am always happy to see the Jinx Trojans bite the dust. Yeah. Gunny says, this guy's always drinking and it's almost 420. So I think Gunny's giving us a hint that the left-handed cigars uh, are about left-handed to, cigar yeah, time. To, left-handed cigar time for Gunny. Gunny's cooking, <laughs> drinking, and about to light up a left-handed cigar. We what knew, we knew, we knew the stakes were high, but we just <laughs> didn't realize how high they were. Uh, that's awesome. Hey, what's uh, what's going on in Branson? Man, we're kicking it here in the library lounge at Chateau on the Lake here in Branson, Missouri. Uh, I was talking about. Uh, uh, that New Year's Eve celebration that they've got, uh, room rates starting at 229, includes midnight breakfast buffet, the New Year fireworks show, and late checkout uh, for uh, for Tyler there, late checkout. Yes. And then, but they've also got the Santa's brunch as well. They've got them uh, uh, every Sunday, 4th, 11th, and 18th uh, of December, 11 to 3. Uh, they got a lot of cool stuff going on here. And, Tyler, I'm not sure if you saw my, uh, my Twitter uh, about the – um, the gingerbread houses. Oh yeah, yeah. I did, did see that, that yesterday. They look Dude, pretty cool. Yeah, they're they had a busy insane. Day yesterday. I mean, they're massive. They had, I mean, six hundred pounds of uh, you know cookies and candy and pretzels and this that and the other. It takes a hundred and seventy-five hours to put them all together. Man, it is wild, and that's out here in the lobby. Uh, a reminder that the official ref watch party is in Chickasha tomorrow. Let's go. We're at Legends Pub and Venue in Chickasha. 55 TVs to watch OU and Tech tomorrow. They got really cool memorabilia all over the walls. Great food. Uh, they even got a free concert tonight at 7 o'clock. All ages are welcome for that. And on this Black Friday, free French fries today. Uh, so go check out their great food, great drink selection. If you're going to the Festival of Lights in Chickasha, maybe with your family tonight, night and you can't come to the official ref watch party first off you're a lame but second off go to uh go, go over there tonight go to legends pub house and uh venue there in Chickasha, 3127 south 4th street that's 3127 south 4th street we'll be at legends pub house and venue for the entirety of ou texas tech tomorrow we'll be doing the two-hour postgame show there as well and yes yes i will be bringing ref swag to legends tomorrow in Chickasha. Should be a lot of fun. All right, the rush rolls on. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We are the homeless Sooner fans. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. Sooner Nation, come join us for $2 Tuesdays at the Lloyd Noble Center this basketball season. Tuesday game specials include $2 draft beers, $2 fountain sodas, and a $2 small popcorn. Oklahoma basketball returns home Tuesday, December 6th as they take on Kansas City. For tickets, visit Soonersports.com or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. 
Don't miss this year's Moore's Old Town Christmas Parade of Lights, Saturday, December 3rd. Kick off your Christmas season with the family and come see Mickey, Minnie, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and the whole gang. Do you have a float or entry for the parade? Call Kelly at 799-9898. Made possible by the Moore Monuments and the Candy Castle Popcorn Palace and Ice Cream Parlor. Don't miss the 2022 Christmas Parade of Lights in downtown Moore on Saturday, December 3rd. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Throughout the holiday season, shop Norman's Small Businesses and support your community partners. Small Business Saturday is November 26th, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and throughout the holiday season, the City of Norman, Norman Chamber of Commerce, and Visit Norman encourage you to use our list of participating businesses on normanchamber.com and an interactive list on the free Visit Norman app. Shop Norman and support your friends and neighbors. This message is brought to you by the City of Norman, the Norman Chamber of Commerce, and Visit Norman. For Native American children living in poverty, there are very few opportunities. But at St. Joseph's Indian School, they have a chance to dream. I can dream of sharing my culture with the world. I can become a nurse and help other people feel better too. I can dream of riding into a brighter future. Since 1927, St. Joe's has provided a path to a brighter future through education for Native American children. Learn more at stjo.org today. Serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. I'm Michael Naranjo, and I'm a veteran. Today, I'm a sculptor. My fingers are my eyes. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. With DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Need a doctor now? Not sure what kind of doctor you need? Just call 405-515-5000, Norman Regional's Community Call Center. From 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, 405-515-5000, and a live person will match you with a provider that best fits your needs. Norman Regional has 17 primary care clinics throughout South Central Oklahoma, providing you with quality care close to home. Whether you need a wellness visit, a physical, sick care, or management of chronic conditions, just call 405-515-5000. The Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers are bringing you this hour of the rush on a football Friday, getting you ready for OU Tech tomorrow, 6.30 on FS1. Sooners are listed as two-point favorites. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, time for our under-the-radar player, brought to you by Board Street Ventures. Board Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under-the-radar Sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. You guys know the drill by now. Travis and I will both give our under-the-radar player for OU Tech tomorrow, but you do the same on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Travis, I'll let you go first out there live from Branson. Who is the uh, who, who is going to be, I should say, 
the under-the-radar player for OU tomorrow against Tech? Well, you know what? I think I'm going to go with somebody who has meant a lot to this team, uh, has meant a lot to the growth and the mentoring of the younger players. Uh, I'm going with Braden Willis. I expect him to have a big game. He kind of he started the year off extremely hot, um, big time in the passing game, things like that. A lot of that intermediate passing game uh, kind of lived and died with whether we were getting the ball to Braden Willis. Um, I think not only does he have a, a big day through the air, but I think maybe we get the uh, weight room willy cat going a little bit. And obviously, like he does every week, he's going to have a big day blocking. Yeah, the tight end production has kind of gone downhill the past few weeks, has it not? Yeah, um, it just it, it doesn't seem to be the focal point of the offense that maybe it was earlier this year. So, no, I, I think everyone can get down with Braden Willis having a big-time bounce-back game after that fumble that he had, what, inside the 10-yard the line, I think it was, last week. So Yeah, and, yeah. and that's what, you know, you, you, you always talk about fighting for yards and this, that, and the other, and, and I don't know – if it's some type of PTSD or something I have, I always find myself just hold on to the ball, get down, get down, get down. But And it's unfortunate. You don't want that to be kind of one of the last memories he has uh, on, on otherwise what's been a really good career here. You're going to love my selection. I mean, you're really oh, – yeah. you're yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it feels 9-1-8-ish if you're saying that. Yeah, you're, you're really going to like it. So I'm going with Jordan Kelly. Why am I going with oh, Jordan yeah. Kelly? Oh, yeah. I'm going with Jordan Kelly. Because you're a for, smart guy. Well, okay, there's three reasons then. I thought there was just two. One, because I'm a smart guy, according to Travis. <laughs> two, because he probably had the best game of his career last week with two sacks and two and a half TFLs. He had six solo tackles on the day. Jordan Kelly was really good, but he's going up against a Tech offense that's allowed the most sacks in the conference so far this year. This is a gettable game for a guy like Jordan Kelly. I'm I'm riding the hot hand here, man. He had a great game last week. He's he's definitely going to get a good amount of reps tomorrow. This Tech offense, they get sacks, sure. They're number two in the conference with 18, but they also give up a ton. 27 sacks surrendered. They are last in the Big 12. These are conference-only stats this year. So I think this OUD line got a chance to have some success against Texas Tech in you know third and predictable spots. Give me Jordan Kelly to have another nice game and maybe even another two-sack day for him. No, I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Told and I you think. You would. Uh, I'm telling you that 918. That's I'm I'm predictable. If nothing else, I'm predictable. But um, I'll tell you what. I think I think another one. If I can throw a defensive one at each. Yeah. CJ Colden, man. CJ Colden's come on strong. Obviously, there's been some injuries. Uh, you know, in that cornerback position, and really all over the the secondary. But this is a guy had three passes defended um, against Oklahoma State. He's a one of those playmakers that kind of we've been needing. Uh, obviously has uh, the couple interceptions on the year. So CJ Colden, man, he's he's played well and I think I think he's gonna have another good one. But yeah, Jordan Kelly, great call. Because keep in mind pressure, Tyler, what does pressure do? It causes quarterbacks to make bad decisions. Um, you know, maybe maybe force some things if 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 they're on the run. Man. Saw that last week, did we not? Yep. We, yep, we saw the difference defensively in what consistent quarterback pressure looks like. And Which, I like By it. the way, did, I did it. you see, was it, oh, man, was it, I, I, th- I saw it on somebody's Instagram. I'm not sure if it was 
um, Eric Gray's or RSJ something. There was a text message just screenshot from one player to another that said, yeah, we're going to get, we're going to, uh, you know, get this guy four times. Or we're going to pick him off four times or something like that. Like that they shared from before Bedlam. Like oh. this, this defense knew, hey, Spencer Sanders is going to okay. throw the ball to us. We just got to catch So that him. makes sense. That's why they didn't have eight interceptions. Because they wanted, yeah, to be, they had to stick to four. Right, okay. it's way cooler to call your shot. Makes make makes sense now. Uh, text line says offensive line running backs will have a big day. Let's hope that's the case with Eric Gray. Four oh five says, "Give me Gentry Williams. I think he gets mm-hmm. some good run and has a pick." Yeah, and he's done a, he's done a good job. He's getting some earlier looks now, uh, which has been really good. He's going to be in that mix, Tyler. Um, to, to, you know, compete for one of those starting corner spots. Uh, that's a guy that brings you a ton of speed. Uh, he's got good length. And it, it's going to be interesting to watch kind of what um, what shakes out in that corner, that starting cornerback position going into next season. Danny Stutzman, Tech loves to run the ball, even the quarterback, a lot of tackles for a linebacker. You know, he got a lot of crap a few weeks ago, and we all remember what was said. I don't think we necessarily need to revisit that. But kind of since that moment, he's played some pretty good ball. West Virginia, I thought for the most part he had a really good game. Um, not everything was perfect, but, you know, we're judging you know, on we're judging on a scale to where we don't view him as an elite player, right? And then last week he was, he was really good too. So Danny Stutzman is kind of like the rest of this defense, right? He's slowly but surely, and here down the stretch, has started to play not only good football but some pretty consistent football. Yeah, and, and I, I remember I got onto you a little bit, right, on the picking your under-the-radar player being the uh, team leader in tackles. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it, you know, it's – it is what it is. This defense goes as Danny goes. And, again, Danny heard a little bit of the noise. The, the first half against uh, West Virginia was some of the best football that Danny Stutzman has ever played. Um, so I think, I think you're looking at the future out there of, uh, you know, you're, you're starting uh, you know, linebackers next year being Jaron Canick and Danny Stutzman. And tell you what, those guys are going to be formidable. Jason Orange County says, under the radar player, R. Mason Thomas. We have to get pressure on this quarterback to have success. Our defense needs to stop the quarterback slash run game, especially on third and fourth downs. R. Mason Thomas, he's one of the, the young freshmen that's when he's been in there, he's definitely shown flashes. Um, it's going to be someone on the defensive line that has a big day tomorrow. I'm going with Jordan Kelly, but I think R. Mason Thomas is a pretty good selection as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, he can get got. Obviously, you talked about it in the in the sacks, and R. Mason Thomas is probably your best pass rusher, at least your probably your your quickest, twitchiest guy on that defense. Which again is something that excites you when you when you think about the future of this defense. Uh, you know, a lot of people uh, talking about some young players as your under the radar players. That bodes well for the future of this defense, Tyler. If you could choose, would you rather be guaranteed an OU win or USC loss tomorrow? Oh, I don't have to choose. Uh, USC is going to lose all by themselves tomorrow to Notre Dame. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to choose. It's <laughs> a good question, yeah. though. Text line. It's a really good. Question. Yeah, have your cake. We, we we choose to have our cake and eat it too uh, here on uh, the Friday afternoon rush. There's your under, yet, the, right under the radar player brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Boyd Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising 
under-the-radar Sooner Startups. Learn how you can help support OU Innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. Real quick, because you mentioned C.J. Colden as your defensive guy. Now, I have this theory that when a player makes their first big-time play, that I think that that can really, I, I, I don't know, just kind of leap for, like, it's just a leap for them, like, confidence-wise. And I think you can see a lot of guys make their first big play and really get on a path to having a nice career. And C.J. Colden's time here is pretty limited. He didn't come here with, what, two years of eligibility, I think. But he made that huge interception, and I wondered at the time, okay, after that big, impressive interception against Kansas, do we see a better version of him after that big play? And it feels like we have ever since that play. Yeah, and and you said the, the key word there, confidence, right? Confidence. And part of the struggles of this defense throughout the year have been lack of confidence and lack of confidence not only in themselves but of their teammates right because if you just do your job and go in your fit and and be where you're supposed to be be aligned where you're supposed to be and you're not worrying about what others are doing you can play solid defense right well it was that lack of confidence not only in themselves but others around them where they started getting worried about, okay, are they in the right spot? Are they in the right spot? And and then you saw it all unravel. So I think as more pieces of the defense, you're right, get that confidence in them, and more importantly maybe their teammates get confidence in them to know, look, I don't have to worry about you know that player over there because they're going to do exactly what they need to do. I can focus on what I need to do. Uh, Lane in California says Turk is no longer considered an under-the-radar player, which I agree with. Is he going to win the Ray Guy Award? I don't hear a lot yeah, of uh, Ray Guy Award uh, like talks or like the, the insight on who's the favorite or anything, but wasn't he voted a semifinalist on Monday, maybe? Yep, yep, he was voted one of the semifinalists. And I think, Tyler, a lot of these awards are not full-blown popularity contests, but you have to – you have to be a known name. Like, you have to be a guy. And Turk's been a guy for, for years now. He's been really good. It's not necessarily a lifetime achievement award, but uh, his past years will certainly um, impact this award. So I think he should win it, but obviously I'm heavily biased. Um, escape the in-laws for some questions in beer. And they just sent us a picture of a beer and uh, queso at a famous taco place. Congratulations for uh, escaping the in-laws and uh, listening to us today. I, I appreciate that. What's uh, what's going on in, uh, in Branson? Oh, we're, we're, we're just here in the library lounge. We've got uh, the Razorbacks and the Missouri Tigers there on uh, – um, oh, and I can hear my sister in the background since she graduated Whoopee! from the Woo! University of Arkansas. Yep, yep. So, uh, anyways, watching that game. I got the fireplace roaring in here, overlooking the beautiful uh, Table Rock Lake. Uh, there's a nice piano here next to me. If uh, anybody wants to come play a tune during the break, uh, uh, I'll try and sing a little bit. But, yeah, we're just hanging out here. They're getting ready for their big holiday season, man. They have massive, massive uh, Christmas stuff going on. Obviously, the New Year's uh, Eve packages I talked about. They've got the New Year's Eve celebration, Tyler, right up your alley. Uh, I know you're a bit of a foodie. They've got the chef table celebration. Mm. You get welcome with a champagne cocktail with yeah. hors d'oeuvres. And then you do a six-course chef's dinner nice. with wine pairing. 
Uh, and then obviously that leads into your midnight fireworks and they've got some entertainment here in the library lounge and things like that. So uh, lots of stuff going on during the holidays. Visit ChateauOnTheLake.com. I may be there. Uh, your parents said anytime I want to come up there and, and crash at their place up there in Branson that I'm more than welcome. So Yep, yep. Uh, That's, that, that specific offer <laughs> is not open to all of our listeners uh, <laughs> staying at my folks' place, but uh, we'll see. Maybe Maybe a couple uh, a couple ones they know, but they really enjoyed coming down to Norman uh, and hanging out and meeting everybody, uh, a lot of them in the KREF Army. So appreciate all of you that were so kind to my family uh, as they were down there taking in a Bedlam victory. 405-651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. More next on a Football Friday right here on The Ref. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. Do you or your loved ones need health insurance? Call the insurance experts at Allison Insurance. Bob and Robert Allison have over 75 years of combined experience, and their team wants to ensure you that they have the health care solutions to fit your needs. Call 405-745-2968 and they can help you with Medicare supplements, your HSA, and more. Get the best insurance for you and your family by calling Allison Insurance today at 405-745-2968. Sooner Nation, come cheer on the Oklahoma women's basketball team at the Lloyd Noble Center on Sunday, December 4th as they take on the Ole Miss Rebels of the SEC. Driving right side, dishes right corner for a three, it's a swish. The first 500 fans in attendance will receive a retro Top Dog t-shirt. One dribble, she'll shoot an 18-footer and swishes it. Oh, man. For tickets, go to Soonersports.com or call the OU ticket office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. The world is full of anchors meant to keep you in place. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. If you're looking to buy a new electric vehicle, Call Wade Electric today at 405-329-1940 to schedule a free estimate. They have extensive experience installing different types of EV systems and would be happy to get one set up for you. Get charged up by calling Wade Electric today, 405-329-1940. Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. 
At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at McFarlandUMC.org or call us at 321-3484. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And is for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush on a football Friday. Kick back, doing some sports radio, watching some uh, college football. High school football, Bigsby beat Jinx 28-14 earlier today. So Bigsby will be in the state championship game as a member of 6A1. Arizona and Arizona State. Arizona's up 30-27 over Arizona State as they go into the fourth quarter. North Carolina State working on an upset. They're up 17-10 over the 17th-ranked Tar Heels. Ten minutes left in the third. It's Missouri 26, Arkansas 21. Missouri's about to kick a field goal. And it's to go good. Nine points. 29. Yep. Yeah, right down the middle. You're right. 29-21 now. Missouri and Nebraska up 17-0 over Iowa at halftime. How the Huskers blow this lead will be fascinating. Now, you know, the Huskers uh, get this win. It's just another notch in the belt of a good quality win early in the season for the Sooners. Bijan Robinson, <laughs> 29 carries, 179 yards, and two touchdowns as Texas beats Baylor 38-27. I thought Baylor was going to win that game midway through the fourth hopefully, quarter, man. Hopefully the last we see of that guy. Um, I would, uh, I guess that yes, that's the last that you're going to see of that guy. And I think that we're going to be able to sit back and laugh here in a couple of years when we realize that B. John Robinson's one of the better backs in the NFL and all Texas accomplished while he was on campus was a 20 and 14 overall record. Yeah. Well, and, and it's funny because their last, uh, what was it? I think I saw the stat like they're they're after the fumble that Baylor recovered, um, the Texas offense didn't throw a single pass the rest of the game, and they dominated that way out. And you have to start thinking, hmm, wonder what that would have been like if they did that all season. But, eh, Sark just got in his own way and had to take care of his quarterback, so Arch didn't leave. Telling you, they at least beat Oklahoma State if that happens. Oh, they, yeah. They might have already clinched a spot in the Big 12 championship game with a win today. So Exactly. Um, Ohio State-Michigan. No one nationally 
picking Michigan to win this game, even though they dominated a year ago. You you think you know? I I I think Ohio State wins. I think it's going to be really close. You giving Michigan a chance tomorrow at eleven a.m. Yeah, I give them a chance. Um, only because like it's a rivalry. You know they've uh, they've they've answered the bell a couple times now throughout the season. We thought eh, they're no good. They're going to drop it, but we'll see. Should be a classic. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching that one tomorrow. Yeah, as am I. Um, that's going to be a good start to the day. 11 a.m. Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, well, how about, Georgia Tech how about, will be at 11 a.m. too, and South Carolina Clemson. Jackson Smith and Jigba, who's probably the best receiver in the country going into uh, um, the season this year, just really hasn't played, and they just say, "Oh, no, it's no big deal. We'll just have uh, five star after five star just show up after you." We'll have Emeka Egbuka. Uh, we'll have uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. cement himself as uh, one of the best receivers in the country. That that wide receiver room at Ohio State is just silly. Well, e- even their offense. Like, I-, I feel like every Saturday on College Game Day, I see a report from Pete Thamel like, well, the starting running back's out today. Well, they got a starting wide receiver out, and they're still maybe the best offense in all of college football this year. They're, they're just deep, man. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and, that's, and what's interesting is how, how long – does Heartline just sit back and wait for that head coaching job, right? I mean, because a lot of people think Ryan Day has interest in the Chicago Bears job when it comes open eventually. Um, and Heartline, he's too good to just remain like an offensive court, like wide receivers coach, offensive court, pass game coordinator, all that kind of stuff. Like, he's just too good for that. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's special, man. He, he's got to be the best wide receivers coach in college football. I mean, is there any – Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think it's particularly close, really. Yeah, I, I don't even know who like the the next the next guy would be. Maybe, maybe a lot it's of Malcolm people were Kelly. Saying, maybe it's a him. lot of people were saying Casey Dunn uh, not too long ago, but that has since changed, I suppose. Uh, the opinions in Stillwater, but yeah, maybe it's Malcolm Kelly. Who knows? Guy from Guyer says Nebraska can easily score three touchdowns for Iowa in the second half. Well, I feel like they've done that like two out of the past three years in this game. Yeah. So you're right, yeah. guy. Yeah, absolutely, that can happen. Um, coaching carousel, the, the the big rumor today is that Nebraska and Matt Rule, they're close. Nebraska has zeroed in on Matt Rule, and they may be close to announcing a new deal, and that could come as soon as tomorrow. We'll, we'll see. I I think that that would be a really good hire for Nebraska, even though he just got fired by the Carolina Panthers. I'm just wondering, Travis, is there a great hire for Nebraska at this point? Is there a guy that can get them at least to a respectable level? I think we all agree that Nebraska will never be, you know, the Nebraska of old again. I think the the sport has just shifted away uh, from a lot of a lot, a lot of not only that area of the country, but a lot of what they did really well, right? So um, it's it's a tough job to take, right? Because you know the you know Lance Leopold re-upped with KU in one of the coolest that tweet awesome. announcements. Yeah, one of the coolest tweet announcements uh, that we've seen. Uh, and then obviously you you know Aranda staying tight. Looks like Campbell staying tight. I mean, there's they just. It, it almost feels like rule is one of those like eh, we can't really get anybody else. You don't have a job. Do you want? Do you want a job? Come take a job. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with us. Lane, Lane Kiffin is still the next, or excuse, still the current head coach of the Ole Miss Rebels. How long will that last? I don't know. But Auburn has made um, no bones about it. They still view Lane Kiffin as their number one target. 
Good luck to you. It, it just feels like Hugh Freeze or something like that, doesn't it? Well, if they strike out on Lane Kiffin, I think that they might go the route of Hugh Freeze. And, yes, Auburn would make that higher. Yes, of course they would. I mean, they are as desperate as desperate can get. We know that they'll pay you buyouts. They will pay, they will pay Hugh Freeze buyout there at Liberty and make him the next head coach yeah, there. His buyouts, pretty, pretty uh, reasonable um, from the buyouts they've been having to deal with. It's not an SEC buyout. The next 48 hours in the coaching carousel is going to be highly entertaining. Nebraska might make a decision. Auburn might make a decision. Colorado might make a decision. Wisconsin might make a decision. And I'm sure something crazy is going to happen, just like it did last year. So, hold on tight. Keep those flight trackers uh, going, seeing where planes are going on across the country. Maybe that will give you a good hint of uh, the next domino that's about to drop in the coaching world. All right, uh, 405-651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. More coming up next right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey, Sooner Nation, Coach Venables here. If you're in a severe crash, you're nearly 60% more likely to survive if you're buckled up. The team needs you cheering on at every game. So buckle your seatbelt because safety, well, it's not just about you. This message brought to you by the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority and the Oklahoma Department of Transportation. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. Sooner Nation, Bedlam Wrestling is coming to Norman on Sunday, December 11th at McCasland Fieldhouse. Don't miss your chance to lock in your seats for this historic rivalry and see who takes home the Phillips 66 Bedlam Series trophy. For tickets, go to Soonersports.com or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. to stay hot this November is at Riverwind. With so many ways to win on over 2,800 of your favorite games. With some of the best dining and drink options around. It's easy to see why we're OKC's number one casino. It's time to come to Riverwind. The annual Norman Christmas Holiday Parade will roll down Main Street on December 3rd. Come out and get your glow on with Grand Marshal, Sooner football great Dewey Selman and his family. The festivities begin at 6 p.m. near Norman High School and will end near the James Garner statue. Make sure you wait for the grand finale. We hear this man in red may actually be the star of the show. Ho, 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 ho. Check out normanchristmasparade.com for more information. Hi, I'm Lainey Phillips, Vice President for Armstrong Bank in Norman. Armstrong Bank has been in business for over 100 years with almost 30 locations in Oklahoma and Arkansas and five convenient locations right here in central Oklahoma. When you bank with us, you're part of the Armstrong Bank family. We are always happy to share what we know to get you where you want to be. That's what family does. 
Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Armstrong.Bank, member FDRC. You might know that State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has great service. Cindy is your good neighbor after all. But did you know that State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Norman. So call State Farm agent Cindy Nasher at 405-307-0500 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry, and I invite you to shop local this holiday season. Our Black Friday sale is back for 2022. We're adding it up for your very best deals. It's our 20 plus 22 Black Friday sale. That's right, 42% off store-wide, but it's only on Black Friday, 9 to 6. Shop online at mitchells-jewelry.com or in-store. We've got ample parking and service beyond compare. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy efficient. We invest our resources in technologies that build a brighter tomorrow for all Oklahomans, like our addition of Norman's first solar farm, the OEC Solar Garden. We pride ourselves in finding and creating solutions for today and tomorrow. Your trusted energy advisor, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's the Friday Rush on a Football Friday. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. I'm inside the Brown O'Haver Studios. Travis is live in Branson, Missouri, watching a little Arkansas, Missouri, as the Hogs just added a field goal. They are uh, with win, within one score, 29-24, 143 left in the third quarter. So, you know, nor, th- this year on Friday we've been kind of going down memory lane to all the teams that you've been playing in the Big 12 saying, well, hey, if this is the last time, this was the most memorable game well, for OU Tech, by far and away the most memorable game is the 2008 game in Norman. The problem is, like, what's the second most memorable game you've ever had against Texas Tech? Is it the 2016 matchup, the back-and-forth game? Because that wasn't the, the best night to remember for some OU fans with as many points as you gave up that evening. I would, I would argue that, obviously, you've got, you've got the, the most memorable game, but then is it literally just – the photo of Baker walking in with the trader shirt is that is that what most people probably associate the second most memorable um, moment would be would be him walking in with the trader shirt. That was the same day that Joe Mixon had the one handed catch on the sideline, right, and ran oh, in for a touchdown. Yeah. Just that that was one of those plays. Yeah, he just 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 reaches out, nabs it, takes off. Joe Mixon's actually uh, out uh, this weekend. I've got to adjust my fantasy roster a little bit. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Yeah, 08 was awesome. Um, 2016, they won the game, but uh, that was uh, not the most enjoyable football game to watch because you gave up, like, what, 700 or 
It was at 753 yards, maybe that Texas Tech ended up with that night. It was it was something something hey, ridiculous. Hey, hey, that hey, that's a win, baby. Yeah, well, it, it's it, a win. It was a win, and you've been accustomed to seeing shootouts in Lubbock. Now you pounded them last time you were out there in 2020 on Halloween night, but if we've learned anything from games in Lubbock, it's yeah, the scoreboard gets worked that night, and we'll see if that's the case tomorrow. Yeah, based on what we just saw from their offensive output against Iowa State, which I understand Iowa State's good defense, I mean, it doesn't seem like they're going to be lighting up the scoreboard much. But, again, we've seen our defense kind of have the ups and downs. After stacking a couple good games now, what do they look like? Well, and that was Britt Venable's question, is do they kind of get satisfied with where they're at, or do they come out hungry and want to have another good game Saturday? I there's no reason to sit back and be satisfied by this defense with the issues that they've had this year. So I would hope that they come out tomorrow night ready to play another really good football game because they might need to play another really good football game to uh, get this win in Lubbock over Tech. Final hour of the rush is coming up next. Keep it locked on the ref. Fourteen hundred AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma.